We'll do a quick MVP vote. We can all agree that it's not Harlan, right? Yeah, I think I think we know. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, a TTRPG podcast that brings you episodes across space and time, but mostly time. You know, it's not like we're going anywhere. We're still, I think, in the same chairs as when we started this, although Harlan did finally get a new camera. Still the same chair, though. My name's Turner. I'll be your dungeon master and host of pre, mid, and post-show announcements until I finally sell the announcement rights in a new, even more pandery patron level. Hey, so episode four, the conclusion of our first Join the Party event, a ragtag team of gig work adventurers try to penetrate the storage facilities of Emil, Ogden's ex-boyfriend, and I'm sure everything works out perfectly. If you're a new listener, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. We sincerely appreciate you making time for us in your busy podcast listening schedule. And of course, a special thank you to our patrons whose support helps us bring you bigger and better content and who, without this episode, literally wouldn't exist. And I know we'll thank them at the end of the episode, but again, big shout out to Matt and Lee, who were some of our first Bobble Level supporters and got the opportunity to participate in this first event and really set the tone for what these events could look like in the future. If you want to learn more about patron benefits, head over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLcast or hang out after the episode for more details. Or head over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLcast. Of course, no matter who's involved, Gimme the Loot will never be a family-friendly show due to a mix of crude humor, profanity, gore, and content that we released two years before Watseed finally decided to catch up with us. And finally, before we get into the episode, this space before the show proper starts has always been someplace where we've taken a moment to talk about either COVID or the election or bodily autonomy rights or any number of social issues. For season three, we're encouraging people to head over to BradyUnited.org to explore how you can get involved in helping combat the epidemic of gun violence that we currently face in the U.S., Look, I grew up in a rural household, I grew up around guns, and I never once, while hunting or literally protecting livestock from wild animals, thought, man, I don't think I could do this if I didn't have my trusty assault rifle by my side. This is about common sense, this is about saving lives, this is about protecting our families, neighbors, and children in the community. Look, it does not take much to be a bigger hero than one of the party of five. Here's our chance. On that note, let's start the show with patron Matt as Hawk, patron Lee as Korik, Harland as Vanny, Andrew as Oat Opec, Jamie as the undeniable Punch Crunk the Monk, Jazz as Ordinary Cleo, and Anthony as Nelson of Major. The elevator opens up into a 30 by 60 
a rectangular room. As you guys all step out of the elevator, it slides shut to you. And I they don't start fucking measuring shit. It ain't drawn to scale. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are two rooms. I'm like, which one is it? <laughs> you guys here, you guys are stepping out to the closest one. I'm sorry, Ben. I didn't realize that was you. I wouldn't have yelled at the guest. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was one of the other asshats trying to prove me wrong. <laughs> not, not somebody. <laughs> not, not the guy. I didn't mean to yell at the guest. My bad. <laughs> no, yell at me. I'm at it. They don't. They don't know that half our game is measuring out the arenas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to the joy that I get to edit out every fucking every other week. Yeah, uh, I was I was thinking the same shit. Like Turner's like great editing, wonderful. Wait till Harlan starts counting squares, then the magic starts to happen. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to throw him under the bus like that. I also count squares. You you do you do. Uh oh, hold on, something happened. All right, so sorry, I did not mean to um, yell at the guest. Uh, so. It's uh, it's 60 feet wide, 30 feet deep. You guys enter in the southern portion of the room. To the north of you is a little bit of an asymmetrical hallway setup. So it's a 30 by 60 room, 60 wide, 30 deep. The hallway in front of you is about 10 feet off of the western wall. It goes straight back into, you can kind of see another room of identical size and dimensions down this 50, oh, hold on, I got to check my notes on this particular piece of it because now we're getting into, oh no, it's not dangerous at all when the DM starts being real specific. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so as we get out of the elevator, we're trying to figure out what to do. I have decided in my infinite moment of paranoia to reach into my herbalism bag, pull out some bark and cast bark skin upon myself as a wheeling person. Willing person, as as most humans would say, so that raises my AC up up to sixteen. Absolutely, that's a good idea. And when you guys step out of the uh, of the elevator, Cork has gone full Groot on you. By the time you guys get out, yeah, yeah, at at, a, at imposing three foot four, um, I go full Groot. I suppose everybody lo- so. everybody loves a baby Groot. Cork, don't don't knock it. Don't knock it. <laughs> Might be a bad idea, but Hawk's going to take another hit of his catnip. Oh, give me another con save then there, Hawk. Going straight moil on everybody. Oh, no, it's even worse. Oh. Ah. Uh, okay, all right, so. <laughs> I can't roll terribly all night. <laughs> I've had a pair of crit ones. I would like to point out for the for everybody here. <laughs> that was an eight, by the way. With the eight, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you advantage on charisma saving throws, but disadvantage on your next intelligence-based saving throw. So you got advantage on your next charisma save. Okay. Disadvantage on your next uh, intelligence-based save as you are nice and toasty now. (laughs) (laughs) And a little bit chill, but also a little bit distracted. So uh, you guys are in this 30 by 60 room hallway, uh, kind of offset to the west hallway. There's a a 50-foot hallway. Uh, It's kind of dimly lit here. Like there, there doesn't seem to be any torches. There is almost an ambient light coming from an unknown source. Uh, This is uh, all appears to be the lobby upstairs was the exterior was all brick. The interior was all marble, um, almost seamless polished slabs of marble. This is this almost looks like it was shaped out of solid stone. You guys don't see really any features. Almost it's almost like a natural cavern. And one of the things that um, did anybody bother to pick up a brochure in the lobby for the place while they were walking by the desk? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) 
Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, he said no. So, so, Ray, if somebody asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> <laughs> the first person I asked this question said no here. So, you were, we're just going to skip that piece. There's a 50 foot hallway in front of you. As you guys step off the elevator, it side, slides shut. The seam on the door disappears and a, a nine digit rune panel to the right of it appears. Um, they're not numbers, they're runes that have zero meaning to any of you, no matter what language you speak. And you guys are now faced with being in this room and having a hallway in front of you. What are you doing? Mm. Uh, I nominate Vanny to go first down the hallway. He does seem like the luckiest one, so that makes perfect sense. Yeah. What? Am I the one getting volunteered? Just, just, just go, go very slowly. Yeah. Just like slow. Pretend like you're gonna. Why go slow? <laughs> Faster is better. In fact, who wants to throw me across? Okay. <laughs> okay. That'll work, right? Someone can throw me, and I'll roll the rest of the way. I, depending upon the results of the athletics check of whoever chose to throw you, I will decide how far into the hallway you go. Mm. Wait. Uh, can I suggest something? Yes. Now nah, let's let's go for that. <laughs> Uh, r- real quick, everybody give me your passive perception scores, please. Mm. 15. Uh, 13. Uh, 12. 11? Left side. 13. So everybody's above a 10 then, right? Yes. Yeah, as far as I know. Yes. As you guys are starting to have a debate as to who is going to throw who, <laughs> over to the right-hand side here, you see some pretty obvious scratches in the floor that look like maybe something has ground up against the floor there. <laughs> oh, oh no, the walls are closing in. Oh boy. Okay, let's uh All right, everybody make a perception check. <laughs> 11. Mm. 14. 22. Finally something good. <laughs> Uh, what is perception based off of, Matt? Uh, wisdom, I believe. Wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, okay. You, you skate by on that one. I thought it was intelligence. Uh, so um, you guys have all seen how doors work before, um, and you're pretty sure that's the pattern a door would make. Vanny's nonsense about the walls closing in <laughs> is this guy being just kind of dumb. <laughs> so so uh, there's not scrapes on the floor around all the walls. There's scrapes <laughs> on the floor exactly in exactly a door-shaped swing pattern to the right of the hallway. So, 10 feet away from the eastern wall, there are scrapes on the floor. Looks like there may be a door swing there. I'm not dumb. Anyone, uh, anyone good with secret doors? Uh, I'm not dumb. Hmm. You're dumb. Uh, no. <laughs> well, uh, y'all are gonna die. <laughs> Walls are coming for you. Hawk is going to Tentatively walk over there. Okay. And um, there's no like seam in the wall, is there? Just the scratches on the floor? Just the scratches on the floor currently, yeah. Um, Hawk is going to just quickly call out, uh, can somebody come over here and help me find like a hidden switch or something, perhaps? I'm going to cast knock. I'll, I'll help. You can just literally knock on it. <laughs> can I fly? Yes. What what does knock do? Choose an object that you can see within range. The object can be a door, a box, a chest, a set of manacles, a padlock, or another object that contains a mundane or magical means that prevents access. Mm. A target that is held shut by a mundane lock or that is that is stuck or bar- barred becomes unlocked, unstuck, or unbarred. If the object has multiple locks, only one of them is unlocked. 
If you choose the target, if you choose the target that is held shut with arcane lock, that spell is suppressed for 10 minutes, during which time the target can be opened and shut normally. When you cast a spell, a loud knock audible from as far as 300 feet emanates from the target's object. Yeah, I would say you could cast knock on the section of the wall where the door swings. While you guys are pondering, you start to hear a, um, like a, like a, like something in the hallway. Is that a drill? It's more like a spinning sound. Like if you were to take a metal plate and to spin it super fast. Oh shit. Oh no. (laughs) And then you also hear a, um, like a, almost like a gas stove, like, like an igniter on a gas stove. Oh no. But that's all coming from the hallway to the left of you, not in the room that you're in. Uh, can we see? Is it dark? You can definitely see. It's a, it's a low-level ambient light. If you kind of poke your head back in the hallway, um, oh, you can see some nozzles have popped out along the base of the hallway, and some slits are now visible uh, about, let's say, waist and neck height um, for uh, in, in the hallway uh, running the length as well. I'm sorry, Cleo, what were you doing? Uh, Cleo is standing like in the room, but like looking down the hallway and like sadly now like pantomiming out the act of throwing uh, <laughs> Vanny down the hallway. Like, <laughs> Where? Like, like she was excited and now that's been taken away from her. So she's just, like really <laughs> pretending like. <laughs> Cleo, you there's still a chance with a good enough role. You might be able to thread that needle and throw Vanny in between what might be gas jets and blades. But. <laughs> You know, the dice will tell their tale, my friend. Vanny, can you say I am the one who knocks? No, but I'm going to knock. Are you casting knock on the door? Yeah. Okay. You focus your your arcane energy there, Vanny, and uh, reach out with it to grip into whatever mechanism and bar would be holding this, this secret door shut. And you hear almost the universe whispering to you, all you had to do was push asset. <laughs> <laughs> and the door swings open. Man, that door's a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the door. I think it's your magic. I think if, if anybody's magic is, is an asshole to him, it's Fanny. So now you guys have got a hallway to the right and a hallway to the left. Both of them 50 feet. Both of them appear to be going to the same chamber. I feel like the hidden hallway is safer. Yes. Cleo walks up, looks into this new hallway, and then just grabs and tosses Vanny in. (laughs) Vanny, are you resisting this at all? How are we doing this? Nah, I'm going with it. (laughs) (laughs) I I just reach down like with my offhand and just like grab him by the back of his shirt and just chunk him. (laughs) Okay. What else is happening? Anybody? Anything happen? I'm I'm just going to wait and see what happens with Vanny. Yeah, watching this for sure. Vanny's sort of our guinea pig. Do I need to go? uh, Do I need an athletics check or just straight strength? Uh, Yeah, just give me a athletics check. I'll take athletics. Yeah. Got a plus six to athletics. That's 16. Okay. You get him a good, you know, 25 feet dead center into the hallway when he kind of belly flops down. Go ahead and give me a D4 roll, Cleo. Wait, 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 wait. I had guidance plus four. 20. Okay. Yes, you got it for me. Okay, so you get him 30 feet into the hallway instead of uh, instead of 25. Do I keep rolling or what? No, hang on. I'm just looking to see what's about to happen to you. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you, you picked up the 7-10 split, so congrats. <laughs> 
Okay, you guys see Vanny flop down. What? What did you roll on the D4? He never rolled it. No, he, he rolled the D4 earlier. It was a four. No, no, no. For the damage for you throwing him 30 feet down a hallway and landing on his belly. <laughs> oh. That's a 50-foot uh, hallway. He doesn't hit anything. He flops onto the ground. Roll the D4 and take the goddamn damage. Wait, what's the roll, Jazz? <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. My fault. Uh, three. All right, you take three points of damage, uh, Vanny, as you belly flop into the hallway on the rough stone floor. But then you pop back up, you look around, everything's cool. You raise your arms in victory, and then you get a whiff of the air that's in this hallway, and something smells a little bit off. Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, shit. Six. That's a six. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. That that can't be good. You still got that 20, right? You still got that 20? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to use it. Dice, I want six of these. Okay, there we go. I'm going to use it. Are <laughs> <laughs> you going to burn your 20 portent? Yeah. Okay, so you burn your crit. You see Vanny, his celebration quickly turns to panic as he realizes he's gulping poison gas. And you would have taken 19 points of damage, but your save will let you take half damage this round. Everybody go and roll initiative. We're going to move into initiative order at this point. Man, this hallway is bullshit. Oh. Uh. Mm. And oh, no. you're taking nine points of damage. So you've taken 12 points of damage total. Nine? Ugh. Ooh, 17. Mm. 12. 20. Cleo is going last. We got 10. I had to go with the old school brown dice, which I haven't used since I played D&D second edition because uh, I'm holding a tankerist like Turner. There we go. There we go. I don't know why, but it, like I just looked at Matt's character's name again, and all I can hear is, I'm chilling with my broad, and you already know. <laughs> <laughs> Oat, you're up first. You see Vanny start to choke and gasp. What are you doing? Well, thankfully, thankfully, I don't need to breathe because of my deathless nature. Um, That's right. O- Oat is a dampier. Uh, so what you going to do? Can I save him? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you. It's, Can I fly or climb on the ceiling to get to him? You don't need to, but you, you could if you really wanted to. <laughs> uh, so if you go your movement and do a shove attack on him, I would let you shove him out of the hallway since he's... How how far does a shove move somebody? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Technically only five feet. Okay. Would it also hurt him more because I've got the claws and get the plus one? Um, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> I would absolutely say that it would also do the D6 porcupine damage. Turner at one point was like, you know, you're not supposed to hurt your your teammates. R- remember, they said it is not zero. Yeah. So a shove is only going to move you five feet. So now you would need to come up with, because uh, the hallway is 50 feet, almost as, as if it were designed to require a dash action to make it all the way through. <laughs> Um, so to stop and do something to Vanny means you're going to have to stop and then find some way to move Vanny another 20 feet. So do you have anything that could move Vanny 20 feet? I'm looking at like a fanged bite. It's not going to do it. Could, I don't. Okay. So technically I have as a battle master, one of my maneuvers is pushing attack. Uh-huh. <laughs> allows me to push somebody 15 feet. <laughs> oh, okay. So, but I got to shoot you. That, that's okay. Save me. <laughs> save me! Ah, save me! <laughs> Can I use my whip to like uh, lasso him and move him very quickly? And you know, kind of like you put that whip away, Danny. <laughs> 
Hey, Vandy, wait your turn in initiative. That's not your call, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I I love the enthusiasm, though. But could I could I like kind of lasso him with my whip and then fling him out? Five feet is the most you're going to get out of any melee based option in this particular case. Can I pick him up and fly with him? Um, I, I I have thorn whip as a cantrip, so you know, hey. Oh yeah, yeah. so you have sorry. What what's your fly speed? <clears throat> Thirty five feet. Okay, so what you're wanting to do is fly in and grab. But see, even then, that's not going to get you out of the hallway. Mm. You're okay being in the hallway. The thing is, you've got to get to him, which is 30 feet, right? Then you've got almost, God, man, it almost seems like that's worked out perfectly for me. Um, So that's 30 feet. (laughs) Then you'll have to take an action to do something to him that moves him another 20 feet. I'm thinking like, could I use Fang Bite to gain uh, some sort of um, proficiency bonus? And then use that bonus. What does Fanged Bite do? Uh, you can empower yourself with this bite a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. Your Fanged Bite is a natural weapon, which counts as a simple melee weapon with which you are proficient. You add your constitution modifier instead of your strength modifier to attack and damage rolls when you attack with this bite. While you are missing half or more of your hit points, you have advantage on attack rolls you make with this bite. When you attack with this bite and hit a creature that isn't a construct or an undead, you can empower yourself in one of the following ways of your choice. You regain hit points equal to the piercing damage dealt by the bite. You gain a bonus to the next ability check or attack roll you make. The bonus equals, oh, uh, it's not, uh, I thought it'd be equals the piercing damage dealt by the bite. I thought it'd be like a bonus or a proficiency from who I bite. You know, like in a... In the shadows, you get drunk if you drink from a... You can go bite Vanny. Sure. I'll allow that. (laughs) Well, we'll just talk about hurting Vanny. So, Vanny has... I don't know. Do I get, like... Do I get some sort of, like, um, proficiency in arrogance or something? Uh, No. You get exactly what's uh, written on the label for the ability. So, what what you doing, man? I'm going to run up and push him. Okay. Yeah. So, give me a hit roll. Yeah. So, how far is he from us? Uh, he's 30 feet down the hallway. Okay, well, then I can't do anything. Oh, un- like an unarmed strike? Okay. Uh, yeah, just an unarmed strike. Eight plus one from my attack. What's your armor class? Uh, 13? Okay, so you just misjudge his height and totally swing over his head. Give it, more. Oh, this is going to hurt you more. This is going to hurt me more than it hurts you, Vanny. And uh, it's like, yeah, it didn't hit me. It hurt me at all. You missed. So we got our boy Vanny 30 feet in here. Now we got our boy Moyle right next to him. And then the rest of you guys kind of milling around here in the lobby. Okay. So that brings us to Vanny's turn. Vanny, go ahead and give me another con save. Another one? Another one. Okay. That means you'll only take half damage. Um, it does get worse every round that you're in. So it's 76. 76? Oh my lord. Jesus. 15 points of damage, Vanny. That's half. Yep. It looks like you're suffering, bruh. I'm down. Vanny's down. (laughs) (laughs) Vanny's in distress. Please. Oh no. Oh no. Wait, what? What? How weak are you? <laughs> call, call, fuck, I'm dead. Uh-huh. Even though I save, <laughs> I don't think I should take any damage. Can, can I uncanny dodge? 
or ignore the damage somehow? <laughs> no, you can't negate the damage unless you have some way to avoid poison damage. <laughs> the best you're going to do here is to take half. You're having too much fun with this. How many times can I kill Harland in this one shot? Let's see how many it is. (laughs) (laughs) How many times must we tell you, old man? (laughs) You thought this was a bonus for you for supporting. It's secretly a bonus for me. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot for Vanny's turn. Did you see him go? And and flop down onto the ground, which is going to bring us to (laughs) Matt. Yeah, I'm just, it's going to be very simple. Uh, I'm just going to dash to the other end of the hallway. Okay, so. I'm not going to wait in the hallway at all. I'm not going to stop to help Vanny at all. I'm just going to hop over the body. Hawk, I am still going to need you to make a constitution save as you dash through that hallway. Can I hold my breath? Ooh, yes, you absolutely can. So. I'm going to hold my breath. Wait, I could just, I could have just held my breath? Yeah, you could have. <laughs> <laughs> he he is close enough for me with my movement, which is not so fast, to go and uh, lay hands at him and cure wounds. Yep, um, if you allow. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, who knows how I'm going to roll? Because it'd be great or horrible, <laughs> you know. But it's something for you. So that is six points of healing. Okay. So you, you gain regain six six hit points. What's your total movement, Cork? Um, I believe it is thirty. Okay. So that's going to leave you in the hallway then at the end of it. Good news, Fanny, is your backup. Bad news is you're still in the hallway and you know it comes at the top of your turn. Cork, unless you have got a way to avoid poison damage, I'm going to need you to give me a con save. Um, I do not, but I have a good con. But let's see how this goes because who the hell knows. Um, so my con is uh, 22. Okay, cool. So then you're going to take half damage here. And Oops, dang it. Sorry, I keep trying to do this. There we go. Take it back down to first round in. Uh, so 13 points of damage. All right. Kept a couple of people moving you up in the initiative order, Cork, but I'm cool with that. Whatever. Whoops. No, it's my it's my turn. Yeah, Major, you're, you were up first. Yeah. How many people have made it through? Right now, Hawk is the only one, and he just r- ran through holding his breath. Just Hawk. <laughs> just just leaning in the other room, tips his hat at everybody. Real quick, uh, just to pour okay. salt in the wound, That's give me a real quick perception check. <laughs> Who, Hawk? Hey, everybody. Uh, anybody who is still in the initial lobby. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Five. 15, 22. Okay. So, Punch Crunk, as a stage magician, you're very much familiar with the concept of misdirection. And as you look at the hallway that is making the clicking noises and the almost the blade spinning noise, you notice there's no carbon charring, there's no scrape marks, there's no blood stain, none of the other telltale signs that would lead you to indicate that that hallway is, in fact, actually trapped. And so, I, I don't notice... Any of that. With your five on your perception, absolutely not. No. And the the gas that is in the hallway, like, it's a visible poison? Like, I can see it, or am I just seeing people drop dead? There's, like, a shimmer. Like, if you were looking at um, natural gas kind of from a distance, you would see a little bit of a shimmer. It does not. It's not seeping out of the hallway, which you do notice is weird. It does seem to stop at both sides of the hall. It just appears to be contained to it. But the shimmer does appear to get a little bit thicker and thicker as time passes. Oh, well, that what a Hawk guy seemed to get through just by holding his breath. So I think I'm going to do that and dash through. Here's the challenge. You now have a gnome, a dampier, and a halfling in a 10-foot wide, 50-foot long hallway. And a priest. No, I'm sorry. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They walk, they into, walk a into a bar. So, so they're so they're in the hallway. I thought, okay. 
they're in the hallway all kind of jammed on top of each other. Yeah. Traffic jam. Really, if it was just the short people, I'd say I'd give you an opportunity to jump over them with the athletics check, but the Dampier uh, is kind of making it making it rough. So Okay, so I'll then ready an action to run when the hallway is clear of people. <laughs> okay, that'll work, Eldrin. So uh, Punch Crunk, noticing that the uh, that the other hallway seems a little bit safer, is actually going to just kind of casually stroll down the left hallway while gesturing and uh, doing some sort of theatrical flourishing with his hands <laughs> and just going gobsmacked the whole way down. As you go, like a, a big circular saw blade starts to pop out at you and then checks and then resets. Like a little spurt of flame will come out, but it's not even enough to make you feel warm. Like there's this kind of, of juke with the traps as you walk through it as blades pop out and, and flame jets go off. But yeah, you're totally cool. A-OK. And that's how it's done. <laughs> do, I, do I see that? Uh, yeah, you absolutely see that. You absolutely see that. It's it's pretty visible, especially since he's going gobsmacked the entire way. Howdy, punch. <laughs> Which uh, I, I think I, it's, it's for, quite frankly, MVP fucking worthy. I think we all need to acknowledge <laughs> that Jamie coming up with gobsmacked as his fucking catchphrase <laughs> for this goblin stage magician <laughs> and within a 24 hour notice is well worthy of some acknowledgement. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, Can I out of turn believe that that's what you have to do to go down the hallway and Follow him going gobsmacked. <laughs> you absolutely can. You absolutely can. All right. Yeah. And in fact, if you, I just for for expediency's sake, if you want to say you burn your action to follow him instead of going down the other hallway, I would allow that as well. Yeah, so, that's fine. But we're just going to move you to the other side, uh, and then uh, Cleo, you're up. So Cleo looks down the hallway of death with everybody in the poison. She looks down at the goblin, going gobsmack, and then hallway of death, gobsmack, and then she follows the goblin. Actually, she she runs. She tries to dash all the way as fast as she can past the goblin and the gobsmacking and the fake death traps to hurry up and get to the other room. <laughs> and then thinks better of following. That's fine, y'all. Y'all just leave me over here. You just walk over there. <laughs> but Korak, knowing that you're dying, ran into the poisonous uh, area and. <laughs> um, kind of healed you he's tr he's truly the best of us we i think we can acknowledge that cork truly is the the best and i truly don't belong here then so <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's going to bring us back up to the uh the top of the order oat uh you are in the middle of the hallway a-okay because you don't need to breathe can i uh grab um vanny and pull him to safety uh, i will say you can grab one of the two people in the hallway with you all right i'm gonna grab vanny because uh I feel bad since I already tried saving him once. Okay. You guys will move on out. That will bring us to Vanny. You are conscious and out of the hallway. Good job, Andrew. You're welcome. You guys are on your own. I'm not going back in there. And if and I'm not risking my life for strangers. Nobody important back there. Not not the guy who healed you? <laughs> nope. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say Lee can hold his breath and uh, get out the rest of the way since he doesn't have to do anything other than get out that section and we're gonna take us take you guys out of initiative order for the moment when we kick back into initiative time until the final encounter we're just going to keep using the same order so we don't have to re-roll it so you guys find yourself back in, in another identical 30 by 60 chamber the big difference this time is the hallway on the right hand side is not hidden at all there is a clear a hallway that appears to be perfectly clear on the right hand side although there does appear to be a slight shimmer to it and then on the left hand side another one with that whirring spinning 
and popping of potentially lighting gas jet flames. Hmm. So it appears that there may be like fire damage um, um, to uh, said party members. Potentially, there would be blade arms and flame jets if the left hallway did is is the real trap. Hawk is going to uh, go ahead and take his hammer. He has his inventory. Tie the rope around it, fifty foot rope, and he's going to go to the hallway with, that seems to have the blades and the fire. And he's going to toss the hammer down the hallway and see if anything happens. Ooh, okay. Let's do this. Give me a to hit roll. Uh, dex based. Sure. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> That's an eight. Mm. Could, could I, well, I don't know if it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I technically have precision attack. When I make a weapon attack roll, mm-hmm. I can spend one superiority die to add it to the roll before or after the roll, but before any effects are applied. Can I use that here? Yeah, if you want to go in and, and, and push that up a little bit, you're going to trigger something. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to get a feel for what the the level of detail you're going to get. I want it to be a good toss. Yeah, you're, what level of detail you're going to get out of it. So I will say if you burn that, you'll get some more info. Uh, it only got me up to a 10. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ah. It's better than an eight. It's better than an eight because it, this this will actually get you both pieces of information. So, is this hammer return or does it uh, does it do anything fancy? No, it's just a hammer. Okay, so your hammer goes flying down the hallway as it gets about ten feet in. A blade arm swings out, clips it. It ricochets down and falls onto the floor. At which point, flame jets at that level blast out and incinerate the handle. Uh, and so now it's just like this hammer head sitting in the middle of the hallway. And in the distance, you hear a dragonborn go, No, not a hammer! (laughs) (laughs) I can always get another hammer. Uh, Nothing special. So, yeah, you would intuit that there is the the left hallway does seem to be legitimately trapped this time around. Left hallway is dangerous, everybody. I think we choose the other one this time. Remember to say gobsmack. <laughs> True, I did not say gobs. My hammer did not say gobs back. He is right. Oh, that might well, be the problem. Well, there you go. That is the magic word that works for everything. It is. Well, why don't you try it then? It's all powerful. You seem to do it so well. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna test out this other hallway. Gobs back is your thing. I kind of don't want to take it away from you. <laughs> can, can we, uh, can we sync up our? Uh, our minds like no that's a that is a different different okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna watch as uh punch goes down the right hallway and see what happens yeah i'll go down i'll go down the hallway now he'll go so you guys are going to the hallway on the right or the left i'm sorry the shimmer one the one the hammer wasn't thrown down uh it is refreshing and effervescent and uh it smells faintly of mint as you guys make your way through to the third antechamber I get suspicious when you ever say something smells of mint. It sounds so refreshing, but I, having listened to um, some things above table, it's suspicious. Uh, no, there's there's no minty venom in this particular case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are in the third antechamber. Now, you're, you're faced with the same dilemma, right? Where you've got a hallway on the left and a hallway on the right. Appear to be identical as the previous ones that you have passed through. But uh, everybody give me perception checks real quick. Give me a, give me a good run. Oh, okay. 18, not bad. Ooh. Good job, Jamie. Crit fail. Mm. Five. 17. 13. Eight. Everybody who got a 15 or higher, you guys notice on the left-hand side, again, the first hallway had had those noises and it had those flame jets, but it didn't have any carbon scoring or bloodstains or scratch marks. 
The second hallway on the left, uh, on a closer inspection, you can definitely see some carbon scoring from the gas jets. No blood stains, though. This third hallway seems to have both carbon storing and blood stains on the left hand side. On the right hand side, whereas you got a faint whiff of mint in the second hallway, the hallway on the right, in this particular case, definitely has that similar almost rotting garbage smell that the first hallway did. So, Judging based off of your experiences, it would actually, in this case, seem like both hallways are legitimately trapped this time. We are going back into initiative order using the same order. So, Oat, you're faced now with two hallways that you believe to be trapped. Hey gang, announcements for this episode. Remember, Mondays, 7.30 Central Standard Time, twitch.tv forward slash GMDLcast. We put on a whole separate show. Not actual play, but D&D related. We're spending a lot of time diving into the history of D&D and its different systems over the last couple of months. But we also do community interviews, like recently the incredible Richard Garriott, and character creation projects. We've got a party of five based off of the original Rugrats coming up soon. Because apparently... Much of the cast has not watched Gravity Falls, and I know this is not the first time I've said this in an announcement, and the reason I'm bringing it up again is because I am still baffled, fucking baffled by that fact. And hey, uh, while you're out on the internet heading over to Twitch to follow us so you don't miss a single episode, go ahead and swing through, you know, whichever social media you use. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at GMDLCast, and hop into our Discord. Great group of people there. You're going to get the opportunity to interact with the cast on a regular basis, announcements, events, the whole nine. You can't miss it. Patrons get some VIP access, but we've opened it up to everybody and have really got the opportunity to meet some really cool new people. And look, you know, you're already out there on the mean streets of the internet clicking on social media links. Go and swing over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment and rate, review, and subscribe. Do it. Tell the algorithm we're worthy. Somebody needs to. I believe both always are trapped. Are we sure we got the password right? <laughs> How does the mule get through here? <laughs> but one of them is not. Like, I believe both are, but one of them isn't, right? He's not going to tell you that. <laughs> uh, based off of the empirical evidence from what you pre- guys have previously gone through, both hallways would have evidence to be deadly traps. On the other side of this, you can see a large 30 by 60 chamber, um, but there's no hallways going out. What you, in fact, instead see is these two stained glass windows set on each side of a pedestal, and on top of this pedestal, a silver cube. Can I fly up to it, or is it too far away to the cube? Uh, I mean, you can fly through one of the hallways. And would I be... Can I hover, or do I have to land? I mean, no, you can continue to fly, but you're, you can't fly all the way through. the one. Your movement speed's 35, right? Right, right. So, and it's six. It's a sixty-foot long hall. It's a fifty-foot hallway. Yeah. Can I shoot my pistol through? Yeah. And do I have unlimited uh, ammo for the purposes of this adventure? Yes, we're not going to count bullets. Yeah. So I'm going to shoot down the hallway. Okay. 
So if it strikes the stained glass or if it something might happen. Oh, are you shooting specifically at the stained glass or what are you trying to do? Straight down the hallway is the stained glass, right? It's a little bit off-centered. You could probably really make an effort to get a shot off at the stained glass because you can't see it. You do have line of sight on it, but it's a tougher shot. And um, that would be to shoot down and, and the um, silver box is on top of it, yes? Yeah, it's on top of the pedestal, yeah. Okay, so shooting one of the uh, stained glass that should topple the pedestal? No. Shooting the pedestal, assuming that the pedestal is not attached to the floor, you can try and shoot the box off the pedestal or you can shoot one of the stained glass windows. I'll shoot the box off the pedestal. Oh, boy. Okay, we're going to go with that to hit roll of a 25. You guys see Oat pull a gun out, <laughs> a fucking pistol, point it down the hallway and fire off a shot. I hold my gun with terrible trigger control. Uh, but he cracks off a spectacular shot with a 25. And this bullet goes streaking down the hallway, blades flip out as do flames and slam into this box. And you see cracks begin to spiderweb out from the bullet impact and you hear it start to pop and shatter. And as it explodes outwards, this glob of platinum begins to start to take shape into something else as its containment field has now been shattered. Was that the box we were supposed to get? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you all were all welcome to chime in, you know. You already did it. <laughs> it contains a creature called a clockwork core. Oh, boy. Which anybody familiar with Spelljammer from 2E basically would know as spidery versions of the Borg from 2nd edition that Ognum discovered and kept locked up and could have possibly been used to modify the Winamajo, but instead now has been unleashed into the world around you. We are still in initiative order. This thing has oh, no. not completely formed up yet. Well, it's a good thing you kept quiet. Oh, you should have said something. The other thing that happens is the two stained glass windows animate and step out. They are stained glass golems um, and are now standing on either side of the column. And you hear a loud screech of an alarm of some kind going off. That'll bring us to Vanny. Vanny, you're up. So did I just watch a performance from Hall & Oates? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I can't go for that. <laughs> Things just got bad. Uh, I don't know how bad is bad. Things just got real bad, y'all. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> don't, don't ask that question. Stained glass golems. What type of golems are they, by the way? If, uh, as a well, By the way, the corporate art in the lobby were all Modrons. If you guys had attacked, those guys would have all animated and attacked you guys. But you guys made it through that. I had some plans, but but uh, sometimes you got to change your plans. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, as as always, good communication, the group. <laughs> so these are glasswork golems. They're a new creature from uh, the wild beyond the witchlight. Ooh. It basically looks like if you've seen young Sherlock Holmes, where he's all doped up on the uh, the drug that he gives, <laughs> um, and the stained glass comes to life and tries to kill him, that's very much what this looks like. It looks like a knight made out of stained glass with floating shards for a cape, just this riot of colors, a sword made out of floating metallic shards, and there are two of them. And that is what you currently can see. And then there is this blob of platinum that seems to be sh taking shape into something. But anyway, so we got those two guys. So I will... Um, I cast Fireball. Okay. That is a terrible fireball. <laughs> that was the worst fireball ever. You rolled like four ones. <laughs> oh my God. You rolled four ones. 
two threes and yeah. two fours. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not very it's not very good. Time out. I just want to say just the fact that fate would have done better damage. <laughs> not radiant. <laughs> Do you want to fuck with the blob? <laughs> I mean, I I think the blob's been fucked with. <laughs> I don't think it matters if we fuck with the blob. I think the blob's gonna come fuck with us in a moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. The blob has advantage on saving throws, so let's go ahead and roll that real quick. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Can I use my druid craft? Your turn is over. Oh, I know. Damage immunities. Lightning, poisoning, bludgeoning, piercing, slashing from non-magical weapons. Jesus. Yeah, no, this thing's really fucking bad. And that's the platinum glob? Yeah, that's the platinum glob. Or platinum horror, as it could also be known. The two golems save the, um, hang on, the other two creatures that you can't currently see. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're shit, y'all. It's a bad, bad move, man. It's a bad move. All right, so. so sorry, Baba, about what's going to happen in your egg. It's <laughs> all right. We tried. Uh, we got a nine and a nine to the golem one and golem two. And then we got this guy that will take an 18 and this guy will take a nine. Robot one and robot two. Okay. Who knew? Doo-doo. Wizarding is hard, huh? <laughs> Magic missile. You're done, dude. You cast a spell, buddy. <laughs> no, it's a full action. Is that say bonus action? You're not getting two damage spells off like that. <laughs> so Oat shoots the box, releases the platinum horror, which is shaping into itself. The two glasswork golems step out of the wall, shrieking a noise that sounds alarm-like. Vanny fireballs them in return. Oh, no. <laughs> Hawk, it's your turn. I'm going to... I have clear line of sight on the golems, right? Yes. I'm going to take a f- one shot at him. We'll see how it goes, and I'll probably take a second one. Okay. Give me a roll to hit. 23. I'm confident that'll hit. Uh, yeah, it absolutely hits. Uh, the old 23 23- for 16 points of magical piercing damage. Nice. That will do it. Um, I just want to double check on my, because I have pushing, precision, and ambush. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take a second attack against it. Okay, same one? Yep. All right, roll to hit. I'm confident that'll hit as well. Uh, indeed it will. For 17 magical piercing damage. Oh my gosh. Your second bolt slams into it, and it clatters down into a pile of glass shards. And with that, I'm going to use my 30 feet movement to go back into the mint smelling hallway. Okay. <laughs> That's going to bring us to, I got Major Nell next in the initiative order. All right. And so which glass golem was shattered? All right. So yeah, this one on the left is in a pile of shards on the ground. And I'll shoot an Eldritch Blast at the other one. Okay. We boys, we stepped in it now, didn't we? I rubbed my lamp on my side and say, uh, need your help, babe. And two. Beams come out of the lamp. Rolled it. Little two. <gasps> Crit on the first one. Ooh, nice. And 13 on the second one. Both of those will cool. hit. Okay, so 27 points of damage total? Yes. All right, so the bolts slam into it and they refract across the light and this thing, pieces of it are blown off into the wall behind it that slide down to the floor, but it is still teetering and standing. All right, and I'll use some of my movement to kind of step back out of the way to give somebody else a shot. All right, cool. That's going to bring us to uh, Lee, you're up. Okay, so we have uh, one golem left, or both are still like... uh, The golem on the right is still up. Okay, I'm pretty tired of fucking around. So... uh, Let's go. I'm going to cast Moonbeam on this uh, knucklehead um, who's still up. So let me roll to hit. Okay. And I got a whopping um, eight. (laughs) 
with uh, my my effort. Will not hit, unfortunately. I'm sorry, sir. But I also, with my bonus action cantrip, uh, want to pull out Thorn Whip to him. What's the range on Thorn Whip? What is the range on that? That's a good question. I believe he's in range, but let me check. He's too big to pull towards me. Actually, it says 30, 30 feet. All right. So the hallway is 50 feet, and he's at the back of the room. So that's another 30 feet on top. So he's 80 feet away unless you advance into one of the hallways. So therefore, I cannot. Is there anything else I can do cantrip-wise? Let me check, because my other rolls suck. That's uh, basically all I have, which is uh, nothing. So I tried Harley. Punch Crunk, what you got, buddy? Uh, Punch Crunk sees that some shit is about to go down, and uh, he just uh, waves his arms in a very performative manner and just says, Gobsmacked, and casts invisibility. (laughs) Okay. You guys see Punch Crunk disappear in a a puff of stage smoke. Uh, Some from nowhere, a female goblin in a leotard <laughs> <laughs> comes in and goes, Ta-da! and then disappears as well. Hawk gives a small applause. <laughs> what in the Sam Hill? Damn it, <laughs> uh, So that is uh, Cleo. What do you got? Does Cleo have line of sight? Uh, if you move up to the mouth of the um, hallway, in fact, you would. All right. So Cleo does step up to the mouth of the hallway so that she can see. And then um, not quite understanding everything that's been going on because she's not paying attention to most of these people most of the time. But understanding that a lot of uh, destructive force has been let down this hallway. She just joins in on the fun. And like first thing she sees, she just fires off a guiding bolt at it. The only thing you can see from the, on the hallway on the left would be the platinum horror. It is completely loose from its from the box, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's forming up into this spider-esque shape with, um, and it looks like some arms with saw blades are forming. Oh, Jesus. Mm, you know what? Ch- second thought, after analyzing what she sees. <laughs> um, wait, how far is it from? You said it's 80 feet in there? No, I'm sorry. Roll the fucking hit. You don't get to check your swing that heavily. What? <laughs> what? No, Cleo. No, Cleo. All right. No, ma'am. All right. <laughs> Guiding bolt. You guide that bolt, man. <laughs> 24 to hit. Please don't say that doesn't hit. <laughs> yes, that will hit. 15 points of damage. Okay. And then Cleo backs off. So that's all of you guys. All right. So that's going to bring us to the monsters. I'm just going to put them at the end of the initiative order for clarity's sake. The golem on the left reforms. Oh, no. Mm. Having not taken any bludgeoning damage, it regenerates. Oh, shit. The golem on the right regains 10 hit points as well. The platinum horror finishes its glopping and consolidating. And you hear what sounds like one, two, three three, four, five, six metallic clangs dropping from the ceiling. Oh, no. As another six security drones are released into the room. Two of them look like metallic hawks. Two of them look like bronze buzzards. There is one that looks like a large iron cobra and one that looks like a um, a smooth metallic humanoid. They are all in the the storage room. For now. <laughs> They're going to be in our room soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None of the security drones or the glasswork golems make any move to exit that room. That's the good news. The bad news is the adamantine horror is a totally different story. Platinum? I'm sorry. Did I say platinum? I meant adamantine. Mm. My bad. I'm sorry. It looked platinum from a distance, but up close. No, no, no. Adamantine. 
I was going to say, this monster's corpse is going to be worth a lot of money if it's platinum. <laughs> so it goes, it skitters along the sides of the, the hallway. <laughs> Vanny, the blades come out and smack into it, and it just kind of bounces it around a little bit, clearly being immune to the slashing damage from a non-magical blade, mm. um, and it skitters into the hallway. Now, it only had enough movement to get up into there. Kind of a wizard layers of traps with non-magical blades. It is going to go ahead and use its action to, let me see, multi-attack. No, no. Uh, sundering saws. No. Legendary. No. I don't like many of these woods. <laughs> Who is the closest there? Vanny, go ahead and give me a, uh, a another con save, buddy. Con. <laughs> this is for all the the times we we mm-hmm. we dragged on fates con saves. <laughs> mm. The first one was good though. Let's hit the second one. <laughs> I'm sorry, neither of those pass. Oh no! Ooh. <laughs> I want to use the luck point. How many lucks do you have? He gets three total. He's only used one. He's used both his divination dice. Portents. Now then, he's got two more. Now he's burned his portents for sure. Oh shit. Mm. Mm, do you want to go ahead and burn that last point there, champ? Bad luck. Use him while you got him. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. DC was a 19. 20 will do it. Oh, wow. On a failed save, the target would have taken 10d6 plus 40 force damage. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, it's called disintegrate for a reason, motherfucker. A thin grain ray springs from its pointing leg. Oh my God. Uh, and it strikes you. Um, but let's see. On a failed save, the target takes 10d6 plus 40 force damage. Uh, yeah, I don't think you take half damage. I think you're okay. I think you don't take any damage if you pass your save. Yeah, I think disintegrate's all or nothing. That's the downside of disintegration. It's an all or nothing spell. So um, that will be its turn. He only has like six hit points. It doesn't matter what the damage roll is. It's just that 40 points of force damage. <laughs> you guys weren't supposed to fight this. All right, let's be perfectly clear. So I just I just want to point out that like I stepped away to grab something to drink real quick because I was like, all right, everybody's going to kind of take their turn. I'm going to go grab something to drink and then I'm going to heal, uh, heal Vanny when I get back. And then by the time I sat back down, we were in a fight. Don't blame yourself. Blame Jamie. <laughs> he apparently knew what was happening and said nothing. What? <laughs> He's like, why would you shoot the box? <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, having experienced shooting things and causing terrible things to happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Owls. <laughs> yeah. There is definitely a pattern uh, in the in the podcast. So, uh, you know, it is very clear that none of the security drones or bots uh, made any move to leave that last room because I certainly fucking was not planning on you guys shooting the box off the pedestal in the antechamber. Good job for completely uh, subverting the final combat, uh, Andrew. You're welcome. Bad news is you've unleashed a terrible, terrible evil upon this world. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the canonical legacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just like when Q introduced the Borg, because the adamantine horrors are the ones that can progenerate other clockwork horrors of different color. Oh, shit. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. We created the Borg. Let's go. It's <laughs> a whole thing. And Matt and I were just trying to help. You guys created the Borg. <laughs> Thank you for your support. It's your patronage that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Picard. I released that one Borg 
back into the wild. <laughs> Chew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, that's going to be its turn. And that'll bring us to back to the top of the order with Oat. Andrew, that's you. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to hearing Moyle. I'm like, wait a minute. Am I close enough to have used an opportunity attack uh, when um, the adamantium beast came to me? No. No, okay. No, it didn't walk up to you. And as a arcane archer and using pistols, you really you're, you shoot things. You, so you want to stay back. Yeah. I'm going to use the musket. I'm going to essentially plunge the ball and the powder into the musket <laughs> and um, very quickly, you know, give it the heave ho in there. Do you want to use any of your magical shots? Do you want to go and shoot your wad full bore at this point? I mean, we're going to die anyway, so might as well. Oh, I have arcade, like an arcane shot. Got a couple of them. You've got special shots shots you can do, and I highly recommend you guys go all the fuck in on this thing. Mm-hmm. Can I use the bursting arrow, or would that be too much for you guys? Because we're in a short range. Um, what's the AOE of the bursting? Uh, AOE is what? Area of effect. Oh, 10 feet. Uh, no, I would say that like, there's nobody up against him currently. There's at least, remember I said each one of these squares was 10 feet. So I will, I, oh, okay. I will give you a bursting shot without hitting, hitting any of your friends. Okay. Bursting arrow to, uh, the palladium creature. Adamantine. Rolled a hit. 12. I'm sorry. A 12 will not hit. I feel like I should switch to like physical dice. <laughs> well, you, can, you certainly can. There you go. Vanny, you're up. Do it. It appears to be, imagine the T-1000, but instead it's a large spider. Looks very much like a large spider. Robotic, but not jointed. There's no seams. There's no bolts or anything, but it has a definite mechanical angular look to it. In addition to its standard eight legs, it's also got two arms that come out of the front of it, one of which has a rod that it shot that green beam out at you. Another one has what looks like a saw blade, like a spinning saw blade on it. Before you go, it's actually going to go ahead and use one of its legendary actions to shoot itself with a repair ray and heal itself a little bit. Fuck. Bold. Oh my god, no. <laughs> so it heals itself for 20 points of damage, so it's back up to full health. Sweet. Uh, and now you can go, Vanny. I'm going to cast Fireball over there. Okay, let's again pretend this is an audio format. <laughs> I know our guests can see, but let's pretend you're describing it. Can I see over there? If you stand just in the doorway of that hallway, you would still have line of sight. You being there will prevent anybody else from going in there. You fireball in there, you're going to catch everybody. That room, it's a 30 by 60 room. You could cast it into the hallway and just clip the back of him with it. I would say you could pull that off. How big is that spider thing? What does it look like? I just described him as a giant fucking T-1000 spider. He's about the size of a... I know, it's not like small spider. He's like size of a Doberman Pinscher spider when you think height and dimension. Um, and, and seems to be getting bigger. Um, it's con it seems to be uh, getting... Uh, still continuing to form. You're talking about the creature made of rubidium? Yes, yeah. <laughs> the beryllium horror. Can I cast poison spray? Will that kill it? Well, why don't you try casting it? Yeah. Was it that? Okay, it doesn't seem to have any effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Man, that's why I asked. Well, I'm not going to tell you. We got an answer. He is immune to poison damage, correct? Nothing? Yeah, but the setup was impeccable, Harlan. <laughs> <laughs> High effort. You, you went out of that trouble to tell, you how, to tell you how you could fireball him, and then you didn't fireball him. So You didn't say fireball would work. 
He said shoot it in the hallway. With ball with great balls of fire. I, I just I do is it, can he not hear me? I don't understand. You said it would hit everyone. And then then what else did I say after that? Anybody? <laughs> you didn't listen. <laughs> yep, yep. Yes. Yes. Yes, we all heard him say, put it in the hallway. You're good. Everyone else heard it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Every motherfucker. All right. <laughs> hey, you know, if, if you were fate, you could have just fireballed in the room anyway and everybody had been fine. No shit. <laughs> Spell sculpting. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I remember the last episode. Well, let's go ahead and use another legendary action. Ah, shit. No. No, I'm going to I'm gonna hang on to that for a moment. We'll, we'll let this play out with you guys a little bit. Let's go ahead and Matt, you are up, buddy. Oh, I don't like where this is going at all. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> neither do I. No. Bring it home, brother. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to use, I'm, I already know I'm going to use my bonus action to use feline agility to get uh, a dash action as my bonus action. Okay. <laughs> Because what I want to try to do is I want to use my 60 feet of movement to come to this. Excellent. Uh, you can go down the safe minty hallway to the second antechamber, uh, stand to where you're siding down the trapped hallway on the left and have direct line of sight on this thing. And it will definitely still be in range. So go ahead and Excellent. take your shots. I'm going to take my shots. Uh, first attack, uh, 22. I'm going to we'll hit that hits. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use my pushing maneuver on this. Okay. Which means it needs to make a strength saving throw. DC 14. Okay. He's got a plus five on these. It's real bad, y'all, but he only rolled a five, so he gets a 10. So he does not. So he's pushed back 15 feet into the hallway behind him. Okay. And it's going to take... Oh, that's terrible damage. But I also get to add uh, 1d8 for my pushing attack. Okay. So that's a total of 15 points of magical piercing damage. Okay. Real quick, before you do anything else, the hallway flame jets kick on. He wasn't able to scrabble along the walls in this particular case, so he is going to take the fire damage from being pushed back into there as you totally Ripley this motherfucker and knock him out the airlock into your (laughs) shuttle's fire beam. Flame jets do... Okay, 6d6. Another 18 points of damage from the flame jets. 33 total? Yes. All right. Sitting at 33. Um, and for my second attack, I'm just going to shoot again. Okay. Oh. Mm. There's no way I can salvage that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. That will not. If only somebody hadn't burned his crit portent. On saving himself from a dumbass move earlier in the session. <laughs> if ever there was a time you could, having a crit banked when you had somehow unleashed a terrible, terrible monster. <laughs> like when you rolled that 20 at the start of it, it's like, oh, I got to make him burn that off before we get to the last fight. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and use my action surge and take two more attacks. That would be a very good idea. I'm just going to roll them. 25 is going to hit. Yep. Uh, 14. I'm going to go ahead and what are the chances I can raise that up to hit? You need four more points. I'll tell you, you need an 18 or higher to hit this guy. Um, Pretty good if you're rolling on a D. It's a 50-50 shot if you're rolling on a D8. It's a 50-50 shot. Yeah. Um, You got this. I'll, I'll, I'll try it. You got it. No, nope. you don't. Don't. You don't got it. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, oh. Oh. Nope. I should not have. I should. I should have. I should have saved it. I should have saved it for something else because I only have one superiority die left. 
Um, but I do get an ah, oh, my damage is so bad now. I do get another 10 points of magical piercing on it. Okay, 43 points of damage. Excellent, excellent. That's going to bring us to a major. So, looking at the situation, and he can tell that this is some kind of construct. So, he looks, he rubs his, his bottle, says, Babe, need you to break some shit and shatter. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> Yes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's your spell, DC? 13, and he has disadvantage on it. Oh, I know. Yeah, and if uh, the adamantine horror fails, the constitution save against a shatter spell, they must succeed on another constitution save or be blinded until the end of its next turn. Oh, wow. Shatter is this thing's fucking kryptonite, buddy. Uh, let's hope he doesn't pass this save. Uh, so we're going to do con. It does get a plus four, 14. Will that pass? Yeah. Oh, no, wait. He has disadvantage, doesn't he? Yes. All right. Roll it again. Yeah. Yes. Let's go. Four. Oh, he only gets an eight. So clutch. So give me, uh, give me your damage. Let's go. 16. All right. 16. And now he has to do another con save or be blinded. Disadvantage that one, he fails that as well. So Fuck yeah. uh, he is blinded as until his next turn. Uh, and that was 16 total damage. Mm-hmm. Lee, you're up. I'm going to cast Spike Growth. Ooh, nice. Spike Growth, 20-foot radius, centered on a point within range. The radius, but it's 150 feet. You don't have to roll anything on this. It just sprouts out, and then he... Okay. Yeah, if he moves through it... He needs a saving throw. He doesn't get a save. Doesn't he have a perception check or something? Like, Oh, maybe not. Yeah, that's if he spots it, so... It doesn't matter if you cast it on him. He can't move out of it. Yeah, if, if he moves, every five feet he moves, or, or they move, it's 2d4 piercing. And how far did you push him back in the in the hallway there, Matt? It was 15 feet? Okay, so he would ha- at least have... 15 feet. Uh, I mean, you could put do five feet outside of the hallway and make put the full 20 in between the two of you if you wanted, Lee. Uh, but also, as another action, I um, pull out an interesting-looking uh, yellowish gem and throw it on the ground and upsprouts a earth elemental uh, to help us out. Oh, nice. Okay. Because no more Mr. Nice No. No more Mr. Nice No. <laughs> There's no need to save resources in a one-shot. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I'm going to put him as, as close to them as possible. Well, you can put him at the entrance of the uh, of the hallway from where you're, with where you're currently at. Uh, let's do that. Let's do that. He's, he's, he's going to slug some, some muddy, muddy fists at some, some fucking clowns. Earth Elemental 5e. Now, he can't pass through your spike growth without taking damage as well, right? Spike? Correct. Spike growth does not discriminate. Okay. But, but, but he, can, he, he wait there like going to gonna rock it like Tom Morello. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do you want him to just hang out or do you want him to move in and attack? I want him to go in and kick some ass. Okay, so he's going to move through the uh, 15 feet of spike growth. So you, you bring in some like like chandelier like gnomes uh, or, or you know gnomes, but golems. Man, I got I got a big muddy motherfucker is going to going to kick some fucking ass. So he, he's not he's not taking this this nonsense. Uh, you know you know champagne flute kind of uh you know golem. <laughs> he, he's not down with that shit at all. You guys have completely subverted that fight by not going into that room. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, still, he, he's still pissed off no no as well he should be uh so we do advanced dice roller so that takes him from 126 to 113 then you want to go ahead and roll his two slam attacks since he's your guy hell yeah dude. add plus eight to whatever you roll 
what I need to roll, a d20? Uh, yeah, roll a d20. You try to get an 18 or higher, and you got a plus 8 to hit on these for your slam attacks. That is an 18. Okay, that'll hit. That is well beyond an 18, because it's a natural 18. Okay, so both of those will hit. So roll 4d8 and add 10 to it. Happily. I had enough of this shit, man. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> this big rock monster goes in, and it's total Hulk on Loki-ing this thing, slamming it up against the walls. 21 plus 10, so there you go. 31. Just go be an old school like Chuck D. <laughs> so this guy is going to go ahead and use one of his legendary actions to make a razor saw attack against your elemental. Oh, oh bring it, Chuck. <laughs> uh, which is going to be a 27 to hit, 23 points of damage on top of that. So that takes him down to 90. Um and both both the elemental and the eldritch horror will take or the adamantine horror will take the fire damage on their turns. Um, next round, he'll, your elemental take him. And don't maybe bring out heat metal on your adamantine like fucking ass because I have no hesitation there. <laughs> <laughs> you would have to drop the spike growth because uh, heat metal mm. and, and spike growth are both concentration. I got options. You got options. I got options. You got options. All right. So punch crunk the monk. Uh, so Punch Crunk is, uh, he would like to attack, but he is invisible and he's not running down that hallway. So he looks at Vanny, he sees Vanny is pretty, pretty beat up and he's going to walk over to him and, uh, use, uh, Hand of Healing. I'm going to spend one of my key points to, to give him a little bit of healing there. Uh, try to keep him from- All right. That will turn you visible? Will it? Uh, yeah. Are, are you sure? As much as I want you to give Vanny an invisible handy that heals him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Unfortunately, that would count as a uh, an action of some kind that would uh, turn off your invisibility. Hold on a second now. Hold on a second. It says... Anything the target when you can hold on. <laughs> where 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 is it? Okay, it says target attacks or cast a spell, but that's fine. That is a basically a healing attack or a a melee spell. Yeah, yep. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna do it because he's gonna die, uh, probably anyways. I can't do anything else. So yeah, I will. I will use my uh, what is it? One d D6 plus three here. And you can burn another key point and do flurry of blows if you want to hit him hit him a couple of times with it. So does flurry of blows, would it take the, the extra key points to cast hand of healing again? Or would it just count as two key points there? No, I'm just going to say just uh, no. Just burn the extra key point to do flurry of blows and I'll give you the extra healing on it at this point. All right, then yeah, I'll do, I'll do one flurry of blows to get the extra one uh, on him as well. Which, uh, now that I've lost it. Just the image of punch going up to Vanny and just slapping. You get better now! <laughs> Alright, so that's 14. 14. Alright, 14 back. Alright, so uh, that will bring us back over to the Adamantine Horror that is going to go ahead and use its legendary action to do the repair ray on itself again. Ah, shit. <laughs> oh, that was my turn. Oh, uh, yeah, but legendary actions, my friend. Yeah, yeah, Okay, that part I get. Yeah, 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 yeah. 25 back. Erg. Hey, we're making positives with the fire damage and all the damage we're doing. We're making positives. All right, cool. And then that is now your turn, Cleo. So with that being said, the thing got pushed back into the other room from us a bit. Cleo's just going to move just to where she can see the uh, Doc Ock incarnate and then follow up on... um. Not Baba. What is, what is your name now? Follow up on the same spell that was cast earlier that seemed to hurt 
And so we're going to hit him with another shatter. Oh, shatter? But I'm upcast in the third level. Okay. Uh, DC 13 con save. Doesn't do it with either one. Nice. So then it takes uh, 20 points of damage. All right. Uh, and needs to make another con save or be blinded for another round. Does not do it. Rolling like shit. So that brings him back up to 54. And then uh, makes my way back to the other hallway in there next to uh, Harlan's character. Uh, bu- 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 target. Oh, nope. That you can see. I think most of his shit is going to be that you can see. Sh- Shatter was the spell to bring. The uh, true church of Baba delivers. <laughs> All right. So it can't do a whole lot with its spells since it's blinded. Um, it is going to lash out at disadvantage with its saw blade. Ugh. And... Crit and rolled a three, so is not going to get past the Earth Elemental, and that will bring us back to the top of the order. Oat, you're up. I have a plan. Bursting arrow. Mm-hmm. That's going to hit the Earth Elemental. Action surge, musket. Then, can I also use my extra attack? So, you would have two attacks, one of which you could have be a bursting arrow, and then use your action surge and attack two more times. So, you can roll, roll to hit four times, one of which can be a bursting arrow. Nice. You got to get an 18 or higher. 18. That will just hit. You needed an 18. All right. So then just roll three more times real quick, just to see if you hit with your, uh, uh, with your regular shots. 15, 15, and 19. The 19 will hit for five points of damage. So that'll bring it to 90 damage total taken. Got it. All right. It'll go ahead and burn a legendary action to use the repair ray on itself uh, for bringing it back up. Jesus. 24. Okay. Zay, you guys are making progress. It's it's about, it's not looking great. Can I cast Fireball over there? You can clip it back to where you're just getting him in the hall. It's, I mean, it's going to blast all that shit in the back room. It could be, it'll, it'll totally backdraft style, all that stuff in the back room, but they can't leave that room. So it doesn't really matter. So we're not, I'm not even going to worry about that stuff. That's no longer important. So it's better. It's got disadvantage on deck saves since it's blinded. Either way, it rolled like hot garbage. So it'll take the full 27 damage. <laughs> that would be hot, hot garbage. Living here in Chapel Hill, I want to tell you, uh, being a UNC supporter and a proud Florida Gator, I want to tell you, shoot the J. Shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we sort of have it locked in an incinerator now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. You guys are total T-1000, this thing. That, the description was apt. Uh, Matt, you're up. Uh, I still have line of sight. Can I still shoot? Yeah, yeah. You can still keep plugging away. Boom. That'll hit. I don't know why it always does that. I'll just roll them both. I'm not going to... I'm going to wait. I'm not going to use my last superiority die quite yet. Okay. Uh, 12 magical piercing damage. And that's my turn. Oh, y'all, they're getting close. It's going to go ahead and use a legendary action to rend at the earth elemental. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my fucking God. Three. Yeah, it cannot do a whole hell of a lot right now. That's going to bring us to... uh, Major, you're up. Elemental and Druid, you're up next. Your uh, major, you're muted. I said all the cool stuff, and y'all didn't hear me. Uh. <laughs> mm. Oh, mm. yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Because we, we, I think we have two druids. So, hey. yeah. <laughs> so uh, seeing how effective Shatter was, we're doing it again. All right, and he's gonna make another con save at disadvantage. Ooh, an eighteen and a seven won't do it for another sixteen. For another 16 and is still keeping him blinded. Oh, he's so close. He's bad. He is uh, like when you've shot a grenade into a T-1000 and it is struggling to reform itself. Globs of it have blasted off and been melted down as the fire pours into it. 
I said, Lee, do you want to do your spell first or do you want to do your elemental first? Yeah, elemental. Oh, yeah. All right. Take your two shots with your elemental plus eight to hit. Okay. So that's a 16. Nope. So a does a 27 hit? 27 will do it. Yep. 13. One forty-five. He is on death's I, door. I don't know if winning this fight is completing the mission or not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't seem like it will be. But it's satisfying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't have much I can really do, but I'm gonna strangely enough is a cantrip uh, minor illusion to make him think that a big ass uh, dire wolf is like. 12 feet from his, like, side, like, kind of barking. <laughs> as soon as he's not blinded, he'll be terrified by that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was vocal, not... You can hear the growling, and you can see it swat at it in irritation significantly. Right. And he, he may have peed his pants, so... Yeah. <laughs> you see some drips. It might be metal dripping, or it might be some alien robot horror pee. We're not quite sure. Only time will tell. Uh, that'll bring us to Aldrin, you are up. So Punch Crunk uh, is going to, uh, since he can't get up there in the mix like he'd want to, as a monk, he's going to take out one of his darts and kind of uh, like do some stage, uh, you know, motions with it, like put it in his teeth and walk around a little bit and say, gobsmacked, and then uh, throw throw the dart at uh, at the, uh, the horror. Okay. There's an 18 hit. Just hits. Give me damage. For four damage. 140. Somehow it is still standing after those four points of damage. Okay, I'm going to use my Fury of the Small, uh, which is once per short rest, I can deal five extra damage to a creature larger uh, than me. And that is my turn, I guess. That will bring us back to the uh, to the monster. He is going to... Um, oh, don't heal himself. Gets back around in my turn. I'm gonna vicious mock it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it give that psychic damage. <laughs> yeah, good. I mean, I have him kind of restrained anyway, a little bit, or at least restricted. First thing is, you take sixty six, and you take eighteen more from that, and then the elemental is going to take another eighteen. Elemental starting to look pretty hurt, but he's still up and running, and it's going to take another swipe at the elemental. It being blinded doesn't do shit because he's got disadvantage. All right, that's going to bring us back over to Cleo. All right. All right. So you cast and shatter or what's the deal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm casting shatter and also I'm going to use my channel divinity to use my destructive wrath as a uh, storm cleric to do max damage on all of my lightning and thunder damage. So max damage on the shat- on the upcasted shatter. To maximize the damage. Okay, crit, uh, but unfortunately has disadvantage and does not pass the second time around, so give me the total damage. 32 points of thunder damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, this guy's just barely hanging on. Okay. Oh, oh I thought that was it. <laughs> I thought that was it. Oh, I'm definitely vicious mocking now. <laughs> you are very, 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 very close. <laughs> and he is going to go ahead now and as a legendary action... Use his forty ten. Poof! <laughs> really rolls really shitty this time though, and only gets uh fifth sixteen. Yeah, sixteen back. Oof! That is not great for him. I'm just blasting now. Oat, you are up. <laughs> um, I'm trying to understand the difference between action surge and extra attack. You have multi attack. When you attack, you roll twice. Just roll twice to hit. Uh, action surge is you get to do two actions. Fifteen and a. 
26. The second one will hit. Roll damage. It's 14 points of damage. Okay. Oof. All right. Matt, you're up. Uh... Shots. Shots, 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 shots. Oh, that's 29 will hit. Almost a crit. Nice. Or 11 magical piercing. Matt, call your shot, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. Atta, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this thing had five hit points left. That's what's up. <laughs> your bolt flies down the hallway. How do you take this thing out? Lining up the shot flies right by... Uh, my two companions who are between me and it right by the earth elemental it pierces the flesh uh, the metallic flesh as a creature creates an opening that allows uh, some flame to get in there and once the flame is inside it starts boiling it from the inside and to the point that it just explodes and covers this hallway with animantine goo that's right. <laughs> nice that's right that's the good news the bad news is everybody who's in the room which would be Major Nelson, Punch Crunk, Oat. Uh, unfortunately, Cleo, you're not able to get in the hallway. So the last trap, if you guys walk through the hallway, neither hallway will damage you. Uh, it's when you walk back out that they're damaging. However, the room that you're in is on a timer that after a certain amount of time, the floor electrifies. Oh. The whole point of this trap sequence was to get you to sit there in this third room and debate mm. how to get through the last pair of hallways. Uh, but since you stopped and had a fight there, it's been building up an electric charge this entire time. Oh, no. Fantastic. So everybody in the room is going to take 8d4 electric damage can i use a reaction and fly uh no you can take 14 electric points of damage so everybody takes elect 14 electric points of damage as that goes off you guys are able to flee back to the doorway where uh after the trap goes off that last trap goes off the doorway pops open uh you guys are able to get up into the elevator up through the lobby streak past a very 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 confused uh automaton who uh, excuse me um uh, pardon me uh, excuse me dude you're doing a great job keep it up run no bite bite yep <laughs> you guys dash off into the night um having neither failed nor succeeded strangely enough <laughs> Uh, it's not that strange to us. In true party of five fashion, somehow managing to subvert the final battle, create a much larger problem for yourselves, vanquish a foe that you really, through the <laughs> divine power of real some shit saves, because if he's not blinded that entire fight, there's disintegration beams flying like a, uh, like a champ, mm -hmm. um, as well as chain lightning. Because uh, he has the ability to cast Chain Lightning as a legendary action. Oof. But that's what I was mm. looking up to see if targets you can see is in that function. Keeping him pinned in that hallway mm. and blinded saved your asses. And ultimately <laughs> saved the realm from Ar of Arnosia. From the Borg. Or did it? Question mark? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. There's a little wink wink there, but hey. The end, and that's where we'll end this session, question mark, uh, with you guys scampering off into the night with a feeling of sincere accomplishment and some slight concerns of uh, about your future. All right. Yay, status quo. Yay. 
Status quo, nothing changes, right? There can be no consequences for this. Oh, you've already listened to some of the season three episodes. Okay, you know what, Boulder, this starts rolling down the hill. Huh, huh. Anyway, you know, normally this is where we take a minute to thank all of our patrons for the fantastic the support they provide and talk about, you know, some of the stuff that they get and kind of promo the Patreon. And, you know, I'm going to do that in a minute because my sanity really does hinge on us getting to a level where I can at least have the budget to get a little bit of editing support. But, you know, I do want to do things a little bit differently on this episode and really dedicate this episode to our two patrons who are in it. Our alpha patron, Lee Gary, and our longtime supporter, Matt Dave. Lee was one of our first and has been our biggest supporter over the life of the podcast and has been, you know, incredibly vocal and enthusiastic. Really wanted to get these episodes out and has been extremely patient with me, waiting to find the right time, both in game and real world to get him out there. He is a big part of our community and legitimately one of the nicest, most generous people I've had the pleasure of interacting with inside of Fantasy World or without. Is part of the Big Brain Science contingent of our patron supporters, which both makes me feel strangely good that smart people listen to the show, but also really concerned that these people are responsible for things and they're listening to our show. But but anyway, Lee, thank you. We call you our alpha patron, not just because of the volume of support that you've given, but the breadth and depth of your involvement with the show and your tenure as a uh, as a supporter of the Party of Five at any level. We do sincerely appreciate it. Had a blast playing with you on this one. And I can't wait for you guys to get to hear Lee's vocal performance in the last of these where he does just an incredible character voice that I got more enjoyment out of than I possibly should have. The other special thank you goes to Matt, a.k.a. Matt Dave, who is a Twitch streamer that you should be following. I will link to his Twitch stream in the show notes below. You guys get down there and follow him. Matt has actually been supporting the show all the way back to our first Gimme the Bell tournament. Matt was kind enough to volunteer his time and referee that tournament. And honest to God, it's been long enough that I don't recall if he was supporting the show before that, or that's how he just first got involved in general. But dude has always been there for us, has been a great contributor, is a fun Twitch streamer to watch. Again, get over to his Twitch team, y'all. Check him out. Incredibly sweet guy and one of the few people I've ever encountered in the wild that use passive perception correctly. And he will forever have my respect for that. So look, I know what you're saying. It's like, Turner, you're being so nice to these people because they gave you money. And that is true. That is 100% true. But also, also, because they are legitimately good people. And we had a blast playing with them. And it is, um, it's uncomfortable for me to acknowledge that they might like something that we are creating enough to invest of themselves, both personally and financially, because I, I'm broken on the inside. And can't do compliments very well. Um, no amount of therapy will ever fix that. So instead, I I make fantasy wizards try and smash people. This has gone a really weird direction for a special thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Alpha Patron Lee. If you would like to join the ranks of our patrons, head on over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLcast. The entry Todd level starts at three bucks. Get you access to our MVP show. It goes all the way up to $40 for our Baba level, which unfortunately is currently sold out. We did just add a whole new level that's live as of tonight, as of release of this episode, called the Mori, which carries all the same benefits of the Baba in respect that we 
Uh, we'll be doing loot drops for that level of supporter uh, on a quarterly basis, but does not include join the party participation. Unfortunately, due to the time dimension and that this is not my full-time job, despite how much I would love for it to be, uh, we had to eventually accept the fact there were only so many people that we could cram into one of these events practically and realistically. But hey, look, there's a lot of other benefits besides getting to play with the party. I mentioned the MVP episode, creating items for the show. I've created a channel in the Discord now called Earmuffs, which is when I go to the patrons to source questions or topics or creative content for the show. All the menu items in the Todd Rock or the Goon Rock Cafe. Every single one of those came from the patrons. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And hope you enjoyed the show. Bye.